When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala, and I know entirely too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. With me, as always, is my co-host, the voice of the people, the skeptic, the little devil on my shoulder, Kristen Studdard. Hey, Kristen. Hello. Wow. Here I am. Now, Kristen, normally at this point, I would ask you if you remember what month it is. And I might as well ask you anyway, just for the satisfaction of hearing you try to remember are we we're not in a new month yet we're still in september we're nearly done with this with this month but not quite are we in september excellence mm-hmm. put it all together uh mu september excellence very good excellent wow okay That's it. <laughs> but 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 we are going to uh depart from that this week for a very special reason but we will get to that in a second first i want to bring in our guest a return guest, last time we, we talked to him, was in person talking about The Monkees, an episode that I'm sure enraged many people <laughs> across the globe. <laughs> uh, writer, producer, Kroll Show, Arrested Development, John Levenstein. Hey, John. Thank you for having me back. Welcome back. And, I, you know, you seemed like a good person. Really, I just was trying to figure out a way to bring you back into the fold because I know that you listen and have opinions on the things we say. But by your admission, you're not much of a uh, music guy. You, you you feel you have some uh, imposter syndrome when it comes to that. Absolutely. I'm hoping to be the little devil on your other shoulder today. Oh, great. <laughs> two, two devils, two devils on your shoulder. That's it. It's a two devil episode. It's almost October. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, guys, there has been, I hesitate to call it a leak because it was posted by the Rock Hall, but the Rock Hall did retract it. Uh, what? They posted a list of the special guests for the ceremony. Oh. But they took it away. And you, I guess you can interpret that however you will. Maybe they didn't confirm all these names. Maybe they would prefer to space out this kind of stuff. But we do have some names that are, I'm assuming, going to be there. And Kristen, you don't know this, so I am going to reveal the names to you right now and then we're going to try to figure out who we think each person is going to which inducted artist they are connected to okay oh this now did we someone get a screenshot of this is this future rock legends how did google come up and yeah thanks to our friend neil at future rock legends okay now Kristen. I'm yes. going to read this. I'm over in... here trying to remember who's even getting inducted. I'm... And w- what I will do after I reveal the names, I will then send you the graphic so that you can see it'll list both the inductees and the special guests. So okay. you can have that to look at. But okay. before I do that, in the most dramatic way I can, I will reveal the names to you one by one. I'm going to do it in order that it's listed, which I would also say is roughly order of importance level of interest maybe for, for you potentially 
Okay. Roughly. Not not fully. But oh my god, is this gonna make me wish I was going to the ceremony? That is for you to tell us after I'm done. Oh boy, revealing the names. And I'll start with some names that are like you know not super exciting. Feel very much in the wheelhouse of the Rock Hall. For example, Pink. Oh, that's nice. She shows nice. up in a lot of the packages. She seems like the type of person who would play ball with the Hall. We've also got Cheryl Crow. Okay, duh. Lenny Kravitz. Great. Good for him. <laughs> Alice Cooper. Okay. I like, I might have to look up who's going to be getting I, inducted again, again. I will send you, I'll send you the graphics. So okay, the, great. Return guest from last year, Brandy Carlisle. Okay. Now that's a no duh as well. Like she's going to, if they're, if we're getting a country lady inducted, Brandy Carlisle's coming back. Now, the last name on the list, I'm just going to say now, Miley Cyrus, given that we mentioned country lady. Yeah. And also that's, that's a bit of a, a gimme with regard to who her, you know, godmother is now. Yeah. Her literal godmother. Uh, Now here are the last two names, Alanis Morissette. Oh my God. And you say Janet Jackson. No, there's no, no. And there's one more name. And uh, I save it to the last because I think it is the biggest get for the hall right now given that they tend to book people like, say, No Shade, Pink, Olivia Rodrigo. Hey, good for them, if you will. Yeah, that's exactly. A, that's a play on one of her songs for any of our mm-hmm. older listeners. <laughs> uh, she has a song called Good For You. She is the one who sang that song, Driver's License, which was like a an one of the biggest, viral biggest hit. pop stars right now. So the fact that they were able to get Olivia Rodrigo, I think, is uh, a coup. That'll hall. help. That'll that's good for them. Good for them. Again, I said I'll say it again. Yeah, we can maybe cap it at, at two times that's for it. your. <laughs> All right. The second time was accidental, so there you have it. All right. I have texted the image to you, Kristen, so that you can see it along with the names of the inductees. Okay. But Joe, we don't have reason to believe those are all the special guests, right? There is an and many more. And if you do even just the math based on who is being inducted, the sheer number versus the number that's announced, there are definitely some artists whose inductors, presenters have not been announced yet. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, I have done thorough research. I have dug deep. I have tried to find as many connections as I can. Before I begin (laughs) my... I hesitate to call it a screed, but um, I want I want to hear what you guys are thinking about these names. Gut reaction, first response. It's a lot of women, which mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. I think that is cool. And a man with a woman's name. Yeah. Uh, Lenny? <laughs> I'm kidding. I think the Alanis get is very timely. I think that we're really seeing the kind of like Gen X kind of takeover of the hall and we're just watching it head into that direction where you know it's their type of music or whatever and she's just one of the biggest you know gen x stars and she just had the you did the tour the documentary i think this bodes well for her getting i really have an opinion uh i think it really bodes well for her getting in like i think it bodes well for her being nominated next year and getting right in I think that Alanis will get in next year, just based on this I mean, right here. We're looking at uh, potentially three artists who've never been on the ballot who could wind up on the ballot next year by playing nice Which this is year. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> uh, Change the no. rules for Olivia. No, yeah. I mean, uh, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl and Lenny Crow. Kravitz. 
And oh, Lenny. They're, I mean, they're eligible. Lenny I mean, gives Lenny's me like worse than uh, what's his face vibes. Like not not no shade to um, the Commodores. Lionel. Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. who I I just his induction just doesn't like super excite me. I think he's going to be amazing. I think Lenny Kravitz shouldn't be coming anywhere near the Rock Hall. Anytime soon. Yeah. Anytime don't, soon. You, don't you think Lenny Kravitz is there to induct Lionel Richie? Yes, yes, I do. And, and yes. you know, we can get to that uh, in further detail in, in a second here. I actually think of the people on this list, I think that Pink should be in before Lenny Kravitz gets in. Sure. Not like, eligible, but the, in terms of eligibility. She's not eligible? I don't believe she's eligible just yet, but will be soon. FYE, let's go Pink. <laughs> Did they spell her name with the exclamation point? I believe so, okay, as good. is... Uh, you gotta. Yeah, editorially correct. Is my Miley Cyrus is not eligible, even if you what count you, all what the like... What are you like, saying? Come on. Well, if you count, I'm... <laughs> no, 97 will be eligible next year to okay. give you... Okay, you know, great. Like so... pink, pink wasn't until the 2000s, Miley even later, et cetera. Yeah, okay. So, so I guess, yeah. Cheryl and Alanis, though, I think they're looking at it next year. Mm-hmm. it's looking good for them in particular i think alanis is looking very good for next yeah. year with the way the winds are blowing uh-huh. etc yeah. i think people would be just excited to see her get inducted they'd be excited to see her basically in concert again you know even mm-hmm. she just did that tour and stuff i just that could be good for a mutually beneficial thing for them and they're probably trying to prime it by putting her out this year we've seen him do it in the past it's the uh joan jett effect it's I the mean, lionel richie lionel, effect duran duran it's, it's yeah. all of it look at me I go feel like they they may be doubly priming it though because i could imagine that olivia rodrigo is there for alanis morissette and alanis morissette is there for carly simon basically <laughs> well there is there certainly is like a uh a timeline a progression of the the jilted woman Right. Like if I were, if I don't know how they do it usually. So I'm just thinking of it in terms of how I would put a variety show together. And I would have Olivia introduce Alanis and then Alanis (laughs) and Carly. Yeah. I don't think they would uh, have a speech for the person giving a speech, but (laughs) an an, an interesting wrinkle. (laughs) I'm going to be back with some more good ideas, though. Okay. So let's take this artist by artists of the inducted artists. And we'll start with the more obvious ones where the connections don't really even need to be explained. And I think that at the top of the list is Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus. Yes, absolutely. We've been saying this ever since Dolly was nominated. Miley's been at the hall a number of times, inducted Joan Jett. There's a literal familial connection, godmother, goddaughter. There's no dearth of Miley and Dolly Parton pictures at award shows, long family history, Hannah Montana. I mean, the most rock and roll show of all time. Yep. But then who is Brandy Carlisle there for? That is a great follow-up because Brandy Carlisle, it's on record, worships Dolly Parton. They do something called the Music Cares Person of the Year, which is a uh, honors one artist. They do it every year. 2019 was Dolly Parton. Miley was there, of course, but so was Brandy Carlisle. She was there. She and Willie Nelson did Everything's Beautiful in Its Own Way. At the Newport Folk Festival recently, Brandy brought up 
Dolly and they did I Will Always Love You together. And you could tell on stage, Brandy was like completely uh, fangirling out. She could also still be there for Dolly just in a different capacity. Well, like she could be yeah. performing with her or exactly. vice versa. I think they're going to give the speech to Miley. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I, I don't see them giving it to, to Brandy, but I could see her also being there for Dolly Parton and, you know, doing something with regards to the induction. Yeah. Or they could be doing that thing where, again, if this is like a leak that they put out for a second and then took down, this could also be just like one of those dumb things where she's in the package, mm. you know, like they did for last year. But I, I don't think they ago. would announce special guests as people just in the package uh, for this type of thing. I think Brandy Carlo is going to be there. My theory is that Brandy Carlisle is going to take the Kenny Rogers part in Islands in the Stream and sing Ooh. it. With- uh, I like that. That that's- I love. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that that's- I love. I like it a lot more than Lenny Kravitz coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the other thing is that while these could be people giving the speech, these could also be people performing. You know, you can be a special guest in a number of ways. So yeah, Brandy and Miley are feel so obvious as a connection to Dolly Parton. Worth mentioning, also at that Music Cares Person of the Year, mm-hmm. who sang Jolene, but Pink. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Okay. And also another cover of Jolene, but this, when I looked it up, it looked like it was something that was on her YouTube a long time ago, but Olivia Rodrigo covered Jolene Jolene as well. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. But I think also if you're a singer, you just cover Jolene. That's just what you do. I think Pink is there for Alan Grubman though. So. (laughs) Uh, I mean, who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? But I, I, you know, so Pink is like a dark horse, I think. A pink horse, a dark pink horse. Um, magenta horse if you will (laughs) fuchsia Uh, but miley and brandy seem very much like they will be involved miley is if i had to pick one miley is just such an obvious one yeah can't not be um the next artist who i think it's pretty obvious who's going to be inducting them is judas priest and it's going to be alice cooper alice cooper yeah there is nobody it's like he kind of sticks out here very Obviously, uh, like one of these things is not like the other. And then looking into it, these guys have toured together a lot. And I found out there's a thing called the Golden Gods Awards. Um, okay. Which is which was a heavy metal. I don't know if it still exists. Oh, I was, was like, a- it's the almost famous soundtrack award. It's like, what it is was, it? It was an award show created for heavy metal. And they have like an icons category. And Judas Priest were inducted as that by Alice Cooper. And there's like, if you look up, Pictures, there's a million pictures of Rob Halford and Alice Cooper together. They did Alice Cooper's Christmas Benefit, which is a thing that I found out about. They did a Operation Rock and Roll tour in 1991 that I believe was in support of the troops, some Persian Gulf thing <laughs> in, in 91. So Alice Cooper, Judas Priest seems pretty obvious. Operation Rock and Roll. I agree it's obvious, but here's who I think would have been a huge crowd pleaser to induct Judas Priest if he'd come out. 
Dolly Parton's husband, Carl. A real rock and roll freak. A real rock and roll freak. I'm Dolly's husband, but I'm not here for Dolly tonight. I think the crowd would have loved it. Oh, yeah. Well, also because we'd finally see him and what he looks like now. There are three pictures of him in existence. Most of them are from the actual 1960s. I know. Can you imagine Dolly would be in the wings hooting and hollering? Yeah. And you get a you get a big husband reveal, which, you know, it satisfies everybody's appetite. Yes. Now, the only other person that I could find with a Judas Priest connection, and it's a light one, and it's kind of the other way around, apparently... At one point, I don't think this is. I think it it's only Neil Geraldo. In... He's coming out to induct Judas Priest. Sorry, there was only. Uh, I think it only resulted in one song. But Miley had talked about doing a Metallica covers album, and someone asked Rob Halford about it, and he was like, "She's incredible. If you think about her life and show business from being a little kid and how she's kept her head on straight, she went a bit mad as a teenager, which you should do. That's your right. She was expressing herself." I can't wait to hear her Metallica covers album. That's going to be great. She has an extraordinary voice like Gaga. The voice is everything. And she's a metalhead. She's always throwing the horns up. So maybe when Miley gets in, we'll deal out Rob Alford. But that was the only connect- other connection I could find of anybody from this presenter list having a connection to Judas Priest. Pretty obviously Alice is going to do it. And that'll be nice. Seem like they're old friends. He's like, she's always hold- throwing the horns up. He like appreciated that. It's solidarity. I love that. I guess. All right, next up that I think is pretty obvious, and we've already said it, with Lionel Richie, Lenny Kravitz is going to be inducting him. They seem to be tight. Lenny produced a few tracks from Lionel's 2004 album, Just For You, including a song called Time Of Your Life, which he features on. We have the time of our life We go back to the Music Cares event. Lionel had one in 2016. Kravitz was there. They just appear to be buds. Music Cares is a real precursor to getting into the Rock Hall. It's the not the Kennedy Center. It's Music Cares. Well, Dolly Cares. and Lionel both had Kennedy Center honors as well. But this Music Cares thing kept popping up. Yeah, it, it kind of leads the path, I guess, to finding a, a good presenter. But that one seems obvious. Lenny and Lionel. I think I found Lionel's like an old Facebook post where he was like, Lenny, my brother, happy birthday. <laughs> Love to find a boring old Facebook post. And then the only other thing I could find was some shade and and we will ha- we'll do this as we find our connections as we go through Ooh. so i found some pictures of miley and lionel at elton john's oscars party in 2018 but in 2015 here's a quote from lionel talking about the music of today at the end of all the theatrics with michael jackson he had nothing but the most fabulous catalog now we've got a lot of theatrics but where's the song that's going to stick around forever 20 years from now, let's take anybody. Where's the body of work? I'm going to judge you not by your popularity, but by your longevity, your staying records. I'm thinking about Miley, Justin Bieber. Wow. And yeah, they're going to be- Honestly, thank you for thinking of me. That's what I would say. (laughs) That's wild. And that's not going to be the last piece of shade thrown towards Miley from these inductees. Uh, Yeah, I'm not surprised. She's like an easy target for, you know, boomer adjacent musicians who are just like, it's in a way, oh my God, this sounds so dumb that what I'm about to say, but like, she's like the new, I hate that I'm about to say this. She's like the new Madonna in a way, like the way people just thought they could shit on Madonna for just being a pop star or for having a persona and a you know very public sexuality and stuff i just feel Mm -hmm. like the yeah but you know what 
you look at the catalog, there's the songs. Speaking of Lionel, what are the chances that they're going to sing We Are the World? Oh God, I hope zero. I would say low because of the on the on the rockometer uh from most rock to least rock, I think it's 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 pretty low. I think it would be uh interpreted as a overly schmaltzy move. Interesting. Because I feel like he doesn't quite have the songs. And I wondered if they might stretch it to that one. Oh, I would I would say Lionel has he has enough songs. You know, they're going to play all night long. I think they'll play Commodore's songs before before they they do. Before they play We Are the World. Agreed. I got over here and I started to take a little look-see-doo at how are tickets selling for the uh, show? Mm -hmm. Have you looked at this, Joe? I've seen people tweet stuff, but I haven't looked since we're not going. I was was just like, really expensive, right? They're insane. (laughs) And they're like, Pretty much, like the, there's nothing the in lowest, the reasonable. Yeah, there's nothing available for less than two hundred dollars. I want to say, or like one eighty might be the lowest available ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the any ticket that is not a resale ticket, the lowest price for that is like five hundred dollars. Oh boy. I mean, yeah, I mean, wow. it's a small venue. It's at the Microsoft Theater versus. Yeah. You know, it well, was at the Rocket Mortgage where the Cavs play in Cleveland. So it's yeah, no, considerably the lowest, smaller. The lowest ticket that I'm seeing on this thing is $615. That's crazy. I'm curious. I can't believe this. You know what? That does make me feel like I will be enjoying a hurricane. <laughs> yeah, right. A, da- a daiquiri on the street behind the yeah. second line. And not missing out on those Los Angeles small venue prices get out of here i'm curious how the demand will go and week of what the drop is going to be like because that used to be how the tickets used to be the 500 dollars. like i'm like week of when people are trying to do this resale shit and it's not working because nobody wants to buy a 500 hundred dollar ticket is it going to plummet so like day of you can pick it up you know for here's what i will say so far on the on the map i'm looking at it's not a ton of resale tickets. Not yet. Ah. That's think, all. Okay. I think, okay. You, yeah, I don't know. Do you think Do, they'll go down to like $100? Potentially. It depends on who's announced as as some of these guests and, you know, what the hype is like. I get the sense, like, you know, in Cleveland, people really want to go to this induction ceremony. It's like, it's fun and exciting. In LA, I just don't, I don't see the the demand. You know, it's it's not, mm-hmm. this is where every award show happens. So it's like not exactly a special thing. Yeah, but you can't buy tickets to the Emmys. You can't buy tickets to the Oscars. You know, if you can buy tickets to see your favorite band get inducted into the mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and you live in Barstow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like, we're going to see how the Durannies really uh, come out because they're going to be the most vicious, I think, of anybody's fan base here. Mm-hmm. So No, I think it's going to do just fine by virtue of the fact it is in a small venue and then also the popularity of the acts that are being inducted this year and just like what people will pay for things in LA. I'm like, people will pay that much for a box at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm, They'll mm-hmm. pay 200 bucks, you know? So right. to me, somebody dropping $500 to see Dolly Parton up close 
with M and M. With M and M, for example, I don't think prices okay. are going to drop. That's we'll my see. and that's my prediction. I feel uh, like I'm on mad money right now. I'm <laughs> calling it. It's going to be a bear market, a bull market. Whichever one applies. Whichever one <laughs> makes me sound right. That's the one I think it is. All right. So the next to me, the next best connection I could make was actually Pat Benatar. And also mm-hmm. worth noting on the official flyer here, it is Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo. See it. There they, they are taking they up a whole lot of space on the flyer. Fully, fully converted to both their names. But from the research I found, I think it's going to be Cheryl Crow. Oh. Is that what you were thinking too, John? Yes. So no, no music cares event for Pat Benatar, but there was something called the women rock girls and guitars concert, which was a uh, breast cancer awareness concert that they would do for the lifetime network in the early two thousands. And Cheryl and Pat performed a few songs together. They did. They did a duet of Cheryl Crow's. I shall believe. I shall be. And then her, the two of them and a bunch of other people did Heartbreaker. And during the concert, Cheryl was like, I just have two words I want to say, Pat Benatar, that's all. And she was like really excited. And then- oh, she didn't have four words or five? <laughs> five. <laughs> Weird. Interesting okay. how she was very clear about that. Um, uh, but then, you know, Pat shouts Cheryl Crow out in her biography. So it seems like the connection there. She shouts her out in her biography. She's like, when I heard all I want to do, I said, my husband could have written that song. Uh, no, sorry. (laughs) I think it was just, she was just like, you know, the, the generations after me, there's been a lot of great people who've carried the torch and Cheryl Crow was, was one of them. Okay. Um, So that is, I think the strongest connection now. There's there's a few other Benatar connections here. For Olivia Rodrigo's 18th birthday, yeah. oh. she listed her 18 favorite songs, and number seven was kind of a deep cut, You Better Run by Pat Benatar. The second music video to ever be played on MTV. Yeah, we've said it enough. (laughs) Something I just know now without even having to think about. Cool. They're a fun fact of every episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, Also, though, Alanis, in a 2008 interview, was asked what she thought the best empowerment song was, and she said, Love is a Battlefield. She said, I can remember listening to her when I was a kid and really wanting to be her. It's just such a strong song. And finally, and this one, I, I mean, I don't think this is it, but a fun connection. Sometimes Brandy Carlisle does a cover of We Belong, and it is beautiful. It's, yeah, that sounds like that would be very good. It's her on a guitar and like those two bald twins that she's always with. Yes, that she played with at uh, the, at the last ceremony, year's last year. ceremony. Um, for the yeah, for the Everly Brothers tribute. And they have really beautiful harmonies and they do a, a cover of We Belong that is just, it like uh, blew me away. Yeah. That being said, it's probably going to be Cheryl. <laughs> my guess is Cheryl. 
Cheryl for Pat. So then that puts Alanis for Carly. So yeah, we could let's talk about Carly. The Carly. So for whatever reason, I think it's because they kind of look alike. I I my first thought was Cheryl for Carly, but upon doing some research, Cheryl seems like a better fit for Pat. But just to to cover pretty much the only connection I could find with Carly Simon of this list is Cheryl and Carly Simon. Uh, there's a few pictures of them at the Grammys. Cheryl joined the Wallflowers on stage in 1997 and saying, you're so vain. I, I thought you were just like, Cheryl joined the Wallflowers. I was like, what? Yeah, uh, I, I suddenly have a lapse. Uh, and uh, also there is a picture at a Clive Davis party with Cheryl Crow and Carly Simon. But what complicates that a little bit is who else is in that picture? Oh, this is an old picture. The other one I was thinking for Alanis would be Eurythmics. Yeah. So with Carly Simon, though, I do think what we've said, the kind of jilted lover song, who is this song about really fits with mm-hmm. Alanis and Olivia to some extent. I actually I'm, I'm putting both of them with Carly specifically because I have heard that Carly doesn't really perform much anymore and is not going to perform unless she's performing with other people that's oh. what she said in interviews oh well, she never like do you remember when she did snl and she pre-recorded yes and they had to introduce it as like well she can't be here live so here's a here's a tape so Wait, she, oh so she pre-recorded her perfor- a live performance because yeah. she was afraid to perform live on snl i think it was the late 70s yeah so that makes sense like she's kind of kind of famously has some stage fright so the idea of having a few people, some on hand to give the speech, some on hand to do a performance, either with her or just completely by themselves, Olivia and Alanis feel like they are part of that tradition that uh, Carly kind of made famous, you know, with with your Sylvain. Now, again, if I were producing this show during your Sylvain, at some point during the chorus, I would go to singing together Warren Beatty, Mick Jagger, <laughs> David Geffen. And Dave Coulier. <laughs> oh, get him in there too. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, one of the guys from High School Musical, the series or whatever. Yeah, Olivia whatever. Yeah. yeah, get get all the uh, the exes. Carly Simon and the exes. But yeah, that's, you know, I could not find Alanis or Olivia Rodrigo saying anything about Carly or any pictures of them together. But the, the thing that kept popping up was Olivia Rodrigo in the tradition of Alanis Morissette and Carly Simon of the... The revenge song from the the visceral, you know, scorned lover track. So it does it does make sense. But now I mentioned that in that picture of Cheryl Crow and Carly Simon, it's with Annie Lennox. So let's talk about let's talk about the rhythmics actually after we take a little break. We'll be right back. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break, you considered your options for vaccination. Truly. And we uh, hope. It's a, it's a yes. <laughs> yeah, we hope, we hope you said yes. All right. So we were just about to talk about the Eurythmics. And I mentioned there's a picture of Cheryl Crow with Annie Lennox uh, at a Clive Davis party. But there's all, now here's a few other connections with Cheryl Crow. Dave Stewart and Cheryl Crow. I found a picture of them on a step and repeat in 2008 for something called Yo Plays Save Lives to Save Lives. Oh, yeah. That's a breast cancer thing, too, I think. Yeah. It's uh, at first I was like, oh, they're at a yogurt event. This is just Yo Play plastered behind them. I told you the story of how I got my first mammogram. Um, have I talked about this on the show at all? It has not come up. I got my first mammogram and I was in the room changing to like put my gown on or whatever. And I heard in the other room a voice and I was like, is that Mary J. Blige? And I walked into the like little, like pre the little waiting room before you go in to have it done. And they were showing a video, a like pro get your screening video. And in it was Mary J. Blige, whose voice I recognize from the other room, Cheryl uh-huh. Crow and Sierra. Oh. Yeah. They were all in there talking about their experiences getting screened for breast cancer. And so, and I know like famously Cheryl Crow had breast cancer. I don't know if MJB or Sierra had it or not, but um, yeah, they were, they, they're bringing out the big talent to really make people feel good about, but you're already there. I guess that's the thing. Maybe this is more for like different kinds of offices. Cause like, I was like, it's happening. I'm already there. I'm uh, it's happening. Like, thank you for the, encouragement Added boost from our favorite ladies but stars of yesteryear and today but sure i have another cheryl crow eurythmics connection which is that they remade the movie alfie with jude law and mick jagger and dave stewart made a song for the soundtrack called old habits die hard and cheryl crow does some vocals on it old habits die hard. i i think whoever is going to induct the eurythmics is not on this list I think I agree with you because uh, every everything I have here is is tenuous at best, and the artist typically has a stronger connection to another uh, person. Probably at weirdly, I think Pink has a 
better chance of inducting someone else, but I would say of everyone here, I would maybe say pink is the most likely of these to induct the Eurythmics. Uh, there is a Sweet Dreams remix of Get the Party Started. What? <laughs> Released as a single in France, and she performed it live uh, throughout her a few tours in the middle of the 2000s. Also, Annie Lennox did a HIV AIDS charity song called Sing that Pink did the background vocals on. But also she was like one of 20 artists. So it like wasn't that special. She was one of a chorus of of women. But, you know, there's however you want to interpret that connection. There is that. I think that would just be weird if Pink was so I just don't consider her music very adjacent. But I mean, they don't always do it like that. But correct. I'm just like, I feel like. And maybe I, I'm underestimating Pink, but I feel like there's maybe a bigger star who would do the Yeah, Eurythmics I know uh, I know Dave Stewart has said he wants Billie Eilish to do it. That oh. would be so sick. And you kind of think about the her and her brother and Annie and and Dave, you know, in terms of vocalists plus the person making, you know, mm-hmm. the kind of electronic background. I could see the the connection. Yeah, that would be really cool. But who knows? Uh, The other connections I have here, when Alanis Morissette won all those Grammys from Jagged Little Pill, Annie Lennox Mm -hmm. said some nice things. She said, I think she's absolutely stunning. She's a rare creature, intensely gifted. She looks like someone who can come through and not get wrecked by this business. Ooh. Um, Little did she know. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, it was a nice sentiment. Brandy Carlisle and Eurythmics, not nothing too strong, but uh, Brandy did produce a record for a group called the Secret Sisters. And in a Rolling Stone article about that, it's documented that she was singing some of Why by Annie Lennox as a suggestion of a cover they could do. What a great song. Yep, but not Eurythmics. No, that is true. So we don't acknowledge it. Don't, don't count it. There's some pictures of Annie Lennox and Lenny Kravitz. Backstage at the 25th anniversary Rock Hall concert, mm. where Annie Lennox played with uh, with Aretha Franklin. And then, okay, shade, shade alert. Uh-oh. So there was a feud between Miley and Sinead O'Connor a few years back, like around the time of Miley and like Robin Thicke and, you know, her, when she transitioned from being Hannah to being like- Montana. You know, <laughs> when she left Montana. Yeah. Uh, she transitioned to being French Montana. There you go. And so they were going back and forth. Sinead was basically be, being like, you don't need to be a prostitute, that kind of stuff. Um, and Annie, Annie Lennox weighed in and said, I have to say that I'm disturbed and dismayed by the recent spate of overtly sexualized performances and videos. You know the ones I'm talking about. It seems obvious that certain record companies are peddling highly styled pornography with musical accompaniment. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> See, because now I'm getting I'm getting very annoyed because... Well, Annie Lennox was so shocking, and for her to be almost like puritanical... And also women. It is very frustrating to me to see women being blamed for their own for sexualization. Like it is frustrating to me. I like she's saying like, oh, they're being exploited by the record company, etc. But I guess I really despise the concept that women are somehow 
not in control of of their own image or of of what they're putting out there or to blame that there should be some blame for like women beings I think I just have spent too much time recently like kind of honing in a little too hard on like misogynist lyrics and kind of misogyny from men to hear like women blaming other women for like female sexuality being out in the open it is very frustrating to me that that's like such a dated outlook on this blame men yeah you, you hate to see this kind of we don't have to do this literally sisters feud. sisters don't have to do it they're for themselves it for, they're doing it for themselves yeah but that's uh so that's our that's our second miley shade of these artists now this is going to be not great and i hope they don't do it but the connection is kind of strong but god i hope it's somebody else and this is about eminem hmm it's going to be pink. I think it might be pink. And I think that sucks. I can't wait. What? Why? John, tell me why you know this. I did some light research and that was the crossover I found. I don't even remember. They've done a number of songs together. So what? were any of them popular? Not, not hugely, and <laughs> not enough for you to know about. But there's I don't a, know. I'm like, give Rihanna up there. Like, I know, I know. They did a very popular song together. Like, oh yeah, what one is one of the most popular songs of all time? Anyway, there's a there's a song by Pink called Revenge from 2017, which features oh, Eminem. Yeah, her peak era. Yeah, everyone remembers the 2017 Pink song. Revenge, 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 revenge is sweet. Well, in the beginning, we felt like we was meant to be. I fell for you and skinned my knee, but hell with any injury. Eventually, she, she's told this story a lot. She was like doing a press cycle for this song and she would, you know, go on our radio show or whatever or do an interview. And, you know, she wanted him to do this song because she was such a fan. And she said, I think he's a lyrical genius. I think he's one of the best that ever did it. She says she drunkenly emailed him a love letter slash request and it worked. Apparently, his response was just okay. Um, <laughs> And so he was on this song called Revenge. And then later that year, she was on a song of his on the album Revival called Need Me. And that's, you know, that's all like a fun story and everything, except for the fact that Eminem was on a song of hers five years before called Here Comes the Weekend. Glass in my glass, only bottles of pop, but bottles of pop. So when I pop up in the spot, I'm probably not gonna be wanting to pop public or And she was on a song of his two years before that called Won't Back Down. Girl, shake that ass like a donkey with Parkinson's. Make like Michael J. Fox in the jaws playing with a it was like this fun little story of like, I had to work with the Kurds, ask him, but they had collaborated Worked twice together before. twice before. And so they have done four the songs cycle, together. It's all yeah. nice. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. PR. It's terrible. So anyway, they've done four songs together. She clearly loves him. But man, I hope wow. that there's somebody it's... from hip hop, you know? Yeah, to have like a white pop artist induct him. You know... It's interesting, you know. I, Feels like a rock hall move. I just can't imagine him being okay with that. Right. I would think he would really want somebody with some more cred to do that. Or one of the many artists he's worked with, you know. Yeah. 
that, I mean, that's literally what I mean. Like someone who has more hip hop industry cred, Pink is just in a different genre. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I really don't, I don't see that pleasing his fans. Mr. Mathers and his fans. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if it's her, that would mean he's okay with it being her, right? I Not think necessarily. So. I mean, there was oh, a yeah, the Black Miller Keys. debacle with the Black Keys a few years back where Steve Miller was apparently not thrilled that the Black Keys uh, inducted him and didn't seem to know anything about him. Oh, that's right. Although I feel like since then, they have probably attempted to make sure that the artists are okay to avoid that PR disaster, I would assume. But he might also just be like, I mean, he responded to Pink's request to collaborate with him with OK. Maybe he's doing the same with his in- inductors just he doesn't really care but you know it would be cool if it was ll or it was dr dre or you know one of the like hip-hop greats that he worships i'm worried yeah. that it might be pink and I, it the pink eminem connection is stronger than the pink eurythmics one now there's there's a few other and they're tenuous but i'm gonna i'm gonna you know bring them up alanis maybe maybe pink and Duran Duran, just the haircut crossover. What are you saying? They have the same haircut. Pink and members of Duran Duran have what? a similar hairstyle. Oh, okay. And that's and that's that, enough. That's for... enough. I think that could be enough. John enjoyed it. You I hated mean, it. I'm I'm enjoying that that's where Joe draws the line. <laughs> yeah. Joe's like, oh, what but... on earth do you mean? I I just I guess I just didn't think it was true oh my god joe's troubled by it <laughs> well I, I think of pink as having like i guess she's gone through a few hair she's styles, got but I think the short having, kind of but i think of her as it's like shaved up until like you know it's like a crew cut up until the top that's what i think of as the pink haircut and that's not in my opinion the duran haircut we don't have to dwell i'll accept not. your your theory uh here's something about uh alanis morissette was on kimmel just last year and she compared herself to Eminem, she said, and it was kind of offhand. She was like, Eminem and I had this thing where everyone assumes we're just going to come in and rip everything apart and scream at everybody. Uh, but we've gotten it out in our music. So by the time we see you, we're very convivial. Hmm. I don't think that's, uh, I don't get the sense that Alanis is going to end up. And that's Eminem. exactly what she'll say uh, when she stands at the podium. Now, now we've got a little bit of shade coming in this time from Alice Cooper. Hmm. Both Detroit guys. He said it's pretty interesting that he does all the theatrics like the electric chair and the chainsaw. When frankly, my friend, I did all that years ago. I'm amazed at the headlines it makes because it's all been done before. But hey, that's showbiz. Oh my God. But he did admit, you know, maybe knowing in an interview you can't fully shade someone, he did admit that he's a fan. And he was like, hey, he puts he puts on tape what people think and are afraid to talk about. You know, every once in a while, you innocently, innocently think something about your girlfriend, like, oh, I'd like to kill her. He makes that into a song. People forget about his sense of humor. He'd make interesting therapy. Also, just funny that he's like, he, you know, he just offhandedly one time thought about how he'd like to kill his girlfriend. He didn't make several albums and songs about it. It, it, it was <laughs> like, the main theme. Yeah. 
and now he, the Eminem Miley connection. I wouldn't call this shade. Maybe it is shade. Yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly something. Eminem has rapped about Miley a few times. Uh, yeah, she seems right up his alley to rap about. A song called Underground. He he rapped Hannah Montana, prepare to elope with a can opener and be cut open like cantaloupe or canopy beds. Hannah Montana, prepare to elope with a can opener and be cut open like cantaloupe or canopy beds and glad bags. Which, yeah, glad you know, appears you to know be. the wordplay. It's just he's a genius. <laughs> Everyone has said it. Yeah. Elope with a can opener. <laughs> And so that's that's a uh, violent, but you know, don't worry. There's also another song from that same album called 3 a.m. where it's sexual. Surfing every channel until I find Hannah Montana, then I reach for the aloe and lanolin, bust all over the wall paneling. <laughs> oh my god. There you have it. Surfing every channel until I find Hannah Montana, then I reach for the aloe and lanolin, bust all over the wall paneling. Those are the two ways that he sees women. He wants to kill them or he wants, <laughs> he to, wants fuck to fuck them. Probably the both. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, that's probably uh, would be a weird pick then for either of them. Uh, but that's why I think Pink is going to induct him because like everyone wants something different from this. And I think he wants to be softened around the edges. Like he, I can see him wanting a woman to induct him for sure. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point in terms of the, you know, legacy steering away from the, the sexism. Yeah, it's a good way to do that. You're right. Now, after that, I think I mean, I think we've essentially picked every one of the announced guests for different artists. I think the rest of them, I don't think the inductees have been announced. Duran Duran, you know, I just I think someone else who hasn't been announced is going to do that. I think you're missing a really big connection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. The, I tried to forget. But so how could I? You've already forgotten. <laughs> Um, I found one pick of Cheryl Crow with Duran Duran. It's actually from the Rock Hall Ceremony in 2019. Cheryl mm. Crow was there supporting Stephen Nicks. Duran Duran was there inducting Roxy Music. And then this isn't exactly shade, but John Taylor of Duran Duran did say once, when you have the kind of success that Duran had out of the gate, millions and millions of albums sold, then I go on Spotify and see how many views or followers someone like Olivia Rodrigo has. I have to tell myself, yeah, but nobody owns an Olivia Rodrigo record and there's millions of Duran records out there. Yeah, that's just facts. Just more that's a like, statement on That's just like a statement on media. the state of the industry and <laughs> and whatever. That to me, it's not like... yeah. It's like someone trying to make themselves feel better that Duran Duran isn't a viral sensation. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. okay. But we're in people's living rooms. Yeah. Yeah, I think Duran Duran's inductor, whoever it may be, still they're working out with a deal there. They're trying to find somebody. Or they haven't confirmed a, a name. Timberlake is a possibility. Uh, I know they've worked together. And someone somewhere was like, Jennifer Aniston is a huge Duran Duran fan. It's like, all right. Mm -hmm. Oh, pull a Drew Barrymore. Yeah, get an actor does, in there. Uh, does Beck have a connection with them at all? I don't know. I don't think so, but uh, that's just off the top of the dome. If you compare their two haircuts, you might be able to Stop find it. <laughs> it's like, that's where, again, it feels like it being a sh It's lacking as a show. Like, basically, everyone's inducted. Like, everyone sings three songs in a row. They're not mixing songs or trying to come up with motifs between the guests, right? It's just everyone's doing their own thing. Yes, it's it's pretty segmented. Because, mm -hmm. yes. like, Duran Duran, like, it feels like music videos have to somehow be front and center with them. And I don't yeah. know how you do that in this, except in the package. Yeah, it'll definitely be in the package, and that's 
probably going to be it. I doubt that the, you know, usually they perform with a screen behind them. I don't think playing their music videos while they perform would do them any, uh, any favors. Uh, looks like Beck toured as the support act for Duran Duran in 2005. So hmm. any reason why you thought that, John? Light research. I, I scribbled <laughs> his name next to Duran Duran and I don't remember why. Okay. Um, my big theory about the inductions is that Grubman is a hot potato that no one wants to induct. <laughs> To the point, like, I could picture, like, if Grubman came to Springsteen and said, will you do it? Springsteen would be like, sorry, I feel really strongly about Elizabeth Cotton. (laughs) Off of Grubman. Yeah, Grubman, none none of these people on the announced list are uh, Grubman clients. And And who needs it? None of his clients need to induct Grubman. They should. Here's the deal. He's alive. He will be at the ceremony. Typically, that means there will be a speech for him. But I would advise do a little package. Don't have him accept and just keep moving. Do you think that they're going to do a speech, though? Uh, Do a package, do a speech. He waves from the crowd and then that's it. It's so weird to do that because that's so mean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when like everybody else is coming up. Well, to you know, some might ask, why are we inducting him? Yeah, maybe we should have thought of that before. <laughs> Again, that would be something. Showbiz savvy to the event with Grubman. I would have Lizzie Grubman drive onto the stage <laughs> in an SUV. Oh my god! We've talked about that before, Kristen. Right? The the is it is it vehicular manslaughter? Did is that is that his wife or is, is that his daughter? His daughter. His daughter. His daughter. I thought they were injured. Did people? I don't think people. I don't, okay. Yeah. All right. Nobody. I, I don't mean to uh, spread false rumors, she but it was intentionally backed a Mercedes SUV into a crowd, injuring 16 people. And you see what she yelled. Wait, no. What did she yell? Are you allowed to swear on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I believe it was fuck you, white trash. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. Oh, boy. Who, who was <laughs> she running over? Wait, hang on. I'm looking at it. Okay, wait overarching drama of class warfare she was Wait. at the in the hamptons oh my god so maybe she was upset with the with the quality of people that were at the hamptons they didn't meet her oh, standards listen again we can't speculate this isn't about lizzie this is about alan this is about alan <laughs> impeccable reputation alan oh, yeah. uh, and and I just, after i just listened to your jimmy iovine co- uh, podcast and like based on his feelings it feels like would his fantasy be to have Tim Cook induct him? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. Yeah, the ghost of Steve Jobs really is. It would be the <laughs> the holy crown for. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, Jimmy. So here's the thing about Jimmy is that I I don't again I don't think I think he will get a speech. I think he I think it's going to be someone like Trent Reznor. But I did find a lot of pictures of Cheryl Crow with Jimmy Iovine for whatever oh. reason mm. at the launch of Vivo. <laughs> the youtube Vivo, the youtube like the the yeah. official music video yes. online at a 2005 post grammys party at the palms at a, at a few other grammys at the international consumer electronics show oh okay uh, now we're talking now i know they're serious and i haven't seen it but apparently there's a new cheryl documentary and jimmy is a talking head does, so did he produce for her did he did she was she on his label like what, she was not on deal? interscope and I don't know. I don't really know the connection other than they were just in the in the biz Is together. Cheryl getting her own beats? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Are they yeah. going to be for less bass heavy? It's going to be for uh more kind of like folky music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's light. It's not beats. It's patters. Yeah. Um, troubles. She's getting troubles. Who was she a backup singer for? Michael Jackson. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, she was a backup singer for Michael Jackson. That's like the big fun fact about her. She toured with him on like the, I think the bad tour or something like that. It's a good pedigree. The other thing is, uh, like again, very, very tenuous. Interscope released the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, which of course Pink is on Lady Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to get Pink away from I'm, Eminem yeah, at yeah. this point. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo is on Interscope, but... Jimmy Iovine stepped away from Interscope a long time ago, like in 2014. And I mm-hmm. saw an interview where he barely could remember her name because uh, he was like, yeah, Interscope, they're doing well now. They got Olivia Rodriguez, whatever her name is. So probably not her. And are we ready for some more shade? And you know who it's coming to. Jimmy Iovine was uh, a mentor on American Idol for a season or two. Oh, okay. Um, and he, one of the singers was singing a Miley song called Climb. And he went, I want you to bury Miley because you're a much stronger singer than her. Bury Miley. Wow. God. Yeah. Everybody's coming for Miley. You know, like I say, she's just like such a target. She's such an easy target. If Leno was still on, he would just absolutely be loving to just shit all over Miley every day. Yeah, I'm sure there was some overlap. Like I I bet. I bet bet there's some some Leno. Leno jokes about Miley. She just, you know, comes off as like it's a little bit of a who does she think she is kind of thing i Mm -hmm. i feel like like a young woman who's like being very brash and stuff granted you know she and also like the constant reinvention to the like going from being a teen star to being country star pop star that upsets people People don't and like, like change. People don't like that they can't categorize someone. And also, you know, she did do a lot of appropriation. She had some, mm-hmm. she's going, you know, I'm not saying that she's perfect, but uh, like uh, that just makes her just a, such an easy target. And I think they, they're like reaching for a name to talk about. And it's like, what, well, you know, she's not like one of these young, stupid pop stars like Miley Cyrus. It's like, if that's your reference, you don't know nothing about what's going on. And yep. like the Jay Leno's, their problem with her isn't the appropriation. It's Mm-mm. lazier than that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. no, no. They're really just like, ah, oh, we can't talk about Madonna anymore. Who? What do we <laughs> yeah. got? Like, who's, who's the new slut we can yep, shame? It's very that. Now, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, I bet they're trying for Janet. And if they don't get Janet, they will do her because, you know, her has an established connection with the hall is like an easy backup at the Grammys this year. Jimmy and Terry played with her. Uh, and in that same performance, her played with Lenny Kravitz, but by the time Lenny Kravitz was on stage, Jimmy and Terry were gone. So, you know, but Janet Jackson, there's like a thing between her and the hall because of HBO, right? That's what they say. But I get the sense if there was really a thing, she wouldn't have shown up. You know, okay. it was like she didn't perform, but we oh, yeah. had her. Mm-hmm. That was more about logistical reasons and problems with her wanting to do too much. Oh, so that was speculation. Yeah, right. I I think like it, the idea that she had a problem with HBO, so she showed up but she didn't perform, doesn't make a ton of sense. It's like she had a real problem, she just wouldn't have shown up in my, in my opinion. And then I did find a picture of Pink with with Terry uh-huh. <laughs> with Terry Lewis at the Grammys in two thousand two, but that's that's about all I got. And then the last one, Harry Belafonte, 
you know, Lenny Kravitz has been, you know, Harry Belafonte does like a big birthday celebration every year. And Lenny Kravitz has often been at that, but you know, Harry's still with us, but he's not well. I wonder if it's going to be a accept the award virtually kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be a package no speech and just kind of wrapped up and for him because he was such a civil rights giant i thought someone like barack obama might step up and then i found all the stuff about harry belafonte trashing barack obama (laughs) i believe because harry belafonte was more progressive than barack obama that's got to be it yeah harry Harry, it was like a true blue no he was a big hillary stan um oh is that true (laughs) no 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 no, i think it's that he's he's legitimately like progressive and leftist and you know Obama's pretty centrist. He also, I found out Belfonte feuded with uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Ooh, Um, what about? He was just like, you're not, you're not doing enough with your platform kind of thing. You know what? Agree. Agree. Let's go. And good on Harry to not be afraid to call out the most famous The young people wouldn't care, but the name I kept seeing of current people in response to uh, Harry Belfonte was Joan Baez as someone who could give a thing for her, for Mm. him. Yeah, I get the sense they'll do what they did last year, which is like they have someone giving a speech, but it's virtual and it's wrapped up within the package and it'll be someone like John Legend. The hall has his number. He (laughs) loves being on camera and then they can just knock it out. Uh, Same thing with Elizabeth Cotton and Sylvia Robinson. You know, they're both not with us. So I think they're just going to get a little package with somebody and it's that's mostly going to be it. I mean, I guess Brandy Carlisle could do an Elizabeth Cotton song, but I have no... You know, I have no indication yeah, that she I believe to. that's going to be Springsteen's way of getting away from Grubman. Um, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I have to I do freight train. My prediction for Sylvia <laughs> Robinson is like in the package, they get someone like Clive Davis, maybe even older than Clive Davis, to talk about how hard she was to negotiate against. Mm. Oh, I she was the best businesswoman I ever met. Right. Yeah. Get 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 one of the... Someone from the boys' club to she's really her in props. because of her her record label, right? Yeah, because of Sugar Hill mm-hmm. Records, yes, as being like a seminal hip hop label early on. The, you know, and she did have a recording career, but that's really a footnote to you know she's being inducted as a as a non performer. So yeah, I mean that's what we're looking at here. Uh, names to be announced for sure, but based on our collective research and gut, that's that's what we're thinking. Miley for Dolly likely Brandy as well, Alice Cooper for Judas Priest, Lenny Kravitz for Lionel, Cheryl Crow for Benatar, Alanis and Olivia for Carly, Pink for Eminem, and then, you know, TBD beyond that. I mean, it's a, this is just wild. And, you know, tickets for <laughs> 500 and up. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I wonder if, that, like, what kind of name do you think would just absolutely set things off as far as people being like, I've got to be there? Like, that of people who could go, who could potentially realistically be a part of this ceremony, what kind of name do you think would? Taylor for Carly. Get Taylor back. I know she was just there, but she like. She was just there for essentially the Carly slot. I know, but she could do, I mean, like, yeah, she probably wouldn't do it again just because I think Taylor probably doesn't want to seem super available, but. Obviously, if that name was announced, I think people would go nuts. Who is the Rock Hall trying to appeal to at this point? Because there's a whole younger generation I feel they're never going to reach. Like, my daughter is 24. She has no interest in this, and there's no guess that the Rock Hall could get that would make her interested in the Rock Hall. Nobody? Not. It wouldn't make her interested in the Rock Hall. She might like that person's music, but it wouldn't then lead her down the road of caring about this. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, also the rock hall is not for young people. Like it's, it, I mean, uh, you know, all shade to 12 year old Joe, but like <laughs> the rock hall is not for young people. It is not a thing that young people are traditionally interested in it's a thing that you get interested in when artists that you like so when you've been interested in music for 25 years or more then you start to be like hey this thing that i like should be in this institution that legitimizes it in a big way i don't think it really matters in 10 years it'll the people then i think it will matter this is only for people who like the music that's getting inducted and and if I were them, I would play to that base. Like I'm, like maybe it helps them to get Billie Eilish in there or whatever. But I don't know if that's as important as finding the people now who again people like when they were fifteen, so they're forty now. Yeah. Well, I also think too. It's like you do you sprinkle in one or two of those. Like I think if they get Billie Eilish, it just looks good for them. I don't think it helps them sell tickets. I don't think it helps them get viewers or anything like that. It just helps them look relevant Mm -hmm. that's like why they need those type of people whereas with regard to you know viewership or ticket sales and stuff that is much more about appealing to middle-aged people yeah getting the new names it's almost like it keeps you in the headlines Mm -hmm. right when you make the announcement but then the actual thing mm, i don't i don't know if it's necessarily bringing anyone in or, or exciting anybody beyond me <laughs> oh boy why did i laugh like that <laughs> <laughs> all right and any any closing thoughts on this list of people well after i saw the ticket prices i'm feeling this isn't about the list but i'm just feeling a lot more secure in our decision not to go mm-hmm. uh, and and you know i think this will be I think it's going to be a good year, though. I am excited about it. I hope they don't blow it. Like this, this list of special guests doesn't like turn me on in in a major way or anything like that. There isn't anybody on here that is like. I would say Alanis is probably the most interesting name on there because she is someone, and and probably Olivia Rodrigo. So Alanis and Olivia are probably the two people who are the most interesting. Like, oh, they're new. They have the newness factor on right uh, on them. Yeah, we have not seen. We've seen everyone else involved with the hall before but we have not seen either of those two people and alanis is particularly fun because she's eligible yeah and so i think that bodes well for her that gets me excited i'm like that's fun hopefully you know she'll get nominated next year and then she'll get right in uh, and that would be cool because she absolutely should be in and that would be and we'll get to go to that one probably in new york and that'd be a lot of fun and that'd be a lot of fun so there you go i'd be happy but i'd be happy with that and uh that's alanis outcast kate bush oh my gosh seriously this could be I feel like a that big could very year easily happen next year we keep pressing for outcast though they've got to do something they need to like well, i the, don't know the, the i mean off topic but like the, it's we've cleared the deck you know what I mean? But they just haven't even been nominated. I guess I know, I'm just but like, always, there's always been someone who's newly eligible, like Eminem or Jay Z, that has taken that slot. But next year, we potentially, unless Missy takes that slot, but we're looking. Do I Missy think, and Outcast and Ludacris, and then also throw Nelly in the yeah. in the mix. I don't care. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Lol. No, I've gone off. I've I've lost it. I've lost it. But. I mean, truly, Missy and Outcast getting in in the same year, that would be just a really wonderful 
Uh, Has George Michael not been nominated yet? Also someone who absolutely should be nominated. My one good pick from this year's draft, if I recall, was he the only person I picked that was good? Yeah, I mean... Did I, I get you, him? You did, I think did. I got George Michael. And you picked Outcast, I think, as well. Oh, yeah. See? Uh, good picks, but, you know, very, very off. Very off. Oof. <laughs> I'll pick him again. I'll pick him again. I'm yeah, just going to redraft just next year. Until... I'm going to redraft I, that same class. I, I feel what happened in the last draft was you weren't even picking your favorites in some cases. No, you know? I was making huge mistakes. I got screwed <laughs> in the order, and then I screwed myself. So it was bad. I prefer to forget. The fact that I remembered that I chose george michael is pretty shocking to me that i remember mm-hmm. anything about that draft. the things that i remember i chose george michael i forgot that i chose outcast but good for me and i remember choosing weezer jeez louiser yeah. uh and then i don't remember who devastating. else devastating devastating i think two thin, other people thin, that thin i lizzie that, and soundgarden i think kill me ew god what was <laughs> i doing making huge mistakes hey you know what that's fine that was my biggest mistake of this last year and uh <laughs> that, that that's pretty that's a so that that's bodes well for me yeah it's been that's a good, good. Year. <laughs> I think that's good well john i want to thank you for joining us here on this episode it was exciting to have you back thank you so much for having me i'm a big fan of the show thank you and is there anything uh you'd like to plug your if it's just your social media or whatever just find me on twitter let's have some fun john levenstein <laughs> Perfect. Find me on Twitter. Let's have some fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so again, John's Twitter, Twitter handle is at let's have some fun. Um, <laughs> and of course, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at rockhallpod. Rockhallpod at gmail.com is the email. If you want Kristen to see that, you need to designate that somewhere in your message. Otherwise, I'm not going to forward it. She doesn't want to read it. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Five stars only. Anything less would be cruel and rude. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusu Kim for the music. And thank you to Pantheon Podcasts. For hosting us. I'm Joe Kozala. I'm Kristen Studdard. And who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.